following broadcast is brought to you by Magic Ape Radio. Welcome to Instant Discussions. My name's John. Hammond, oh God, Hammond is here. (laughs) He's come back from the dead. Oh, hi, John. He's mad about the expenses that were spent on his funeral. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Chris. You should have spared some expenses. (laughs) Uh, I'm also here with... They moved the headstones. I'm Jeff Goldblum. (laughs) Is that what we're talking about? Jeff, Tony Goldblum. (laughs) They moved the headstones. They didn't move the bodies. We are talking about Gandhi, directed by Richard Attenborough. Academy Award winning. Oh, sorry, watched the wrong one. We're talking about Jurassic Park, starring Richard Attenborough, (laughs) starring Gandhi. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Richard Park, directed by Jurassic Park. (laughs) Richard Park. Park. (laughs) We're talking about Trey Park. Geriatric Park. (laughs) You know. Uh, we're talking about Jurassic, Jurassic Park, directed by Steven Spielberg from 1993, written by Michael Crichton. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. I just realized how much money this thing made. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Okay. So the movie made for $63 million. That's like a shitload of dimes. And it only made $1.029 billion. Oh, my God. Nah, I've, I've done better. I yeah, can see that this, is a film, this was amazing. But this is a out. film from 93. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a fuckload for 93. <laughs> yes. It's it like a trillion. A metric fuck ton. That's like okay, 11 times. I don't know but, how much. But, but, yeah, I don't did, even know how big of a number. It didn't make that in 93, though. It made it got close to it, but it was the 3D re-release that they did for the 20th anniversary uh, that put it over because yeah, that can. still counts. They can't fuck. Yes, that's a theatrical release. Look, if you look at the uh, the box office look, for the Rocky Horror Picture yeah. Show, that counts because it's theatrical releases. It's still in theaters. It's just not a continuous run. Actually, but that's still the, the money that. Well, it's but it doesn't play every day, so does it's a it, weekly run thing. Does it have like a lot of fuck? What's the? Oh no, that doesn't have a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. I want to see that statistic. Now. <laughs> that's like one screen in various counties. Uh, yeah, I mean, no. yeah. There's totally only one screen only no, like the, in every. But in the, a county every once in a while. But compare it to no Jurassic, more than that. Compare it to Jurassic Park and look at how many like they have three thousand screens every single day while it's in theaters. That's the money you're making so right, right. yeah no it's no i'm not, not like money. saying boohoo i'm just no just yeah he's saying wah wah uh but jurassic park like so, womp womp. Uh, so who I, hadn't seen this movie before anyone well i haven't seen this in a long long what? time a very long time i saw the re-release in theater so it's probably high school which was like more than 15 years for me it was like 93 i watched I, <laughs> did you see this in theaters yeah i think i probably did yeah i i can't i i don't think i did I don't think I saw it in theaters on the initial release. Yeah. I don't think it's so. I think I watched okay, it at home. This movie totally held up for me. Absolutely. I was so surprised how good it is. Like, the, even compared to the other ones, it's the, the story ones, in it that, that holds up so well. But the way, the suspense in it too, like, mm-hmm. there yes. was a lot of really suspenseful and parts. And this is, that is, it's it's pure Steven Spielberg suspense. This is the yeah. stuff that you get in Duel, in Jaws, But you look um, at, at the later e. ones and like the new the ones. Like, the suspense. 
Like not even like it's way better than the new one. And I yeah. love Chris Pratt. And I was like, holy yeah. shit, this no. movie is awesome. Well, when I uh, uh, Jurassic World is my second favorite in the series. Mm-hmm. Um, and I it, when I saw it right after watching all three of the other ones, so I can direct <laughs> compare every single one of them. Uh-huh. But yeah, Jurassic World is my second favorite in it. But this is by far the best. Um, Such a good one that it does. And one of the things is that the whole movie has twenty minutes of dinosaurs in the whole thing. Um, you don't see them that much, and it's just like in the, sh- the shark with Jaws. Uh, like you don't you keep it suspenseful by not seeing it the whole time. Now in in Jurassic World uh, and in Jurassic Park: The Lost World or The Lost World Jurassic Park and Jurassic Park Three, it's just dinosaurs everywhere. Uh-huh. Dinosaurs throughout the whole thing. Um, and so th- there's like not that park. there's not that worry of like when they're all the the, the moment where they're going the tour like so the the film starts out. Uh, you don't see it. They don't even know that they're going to a dinosaur park when yeah. John Hammond picked them up. He says, I've got a park that I'd like you guys to check out. Like, what, why do we, what, what uh, credibility do we have to it? And it's like, oh, you'll just see, I'll, I'll fund your uh, stuff for three years. Oh, wait, can I interject? And so it's not until 20 minutes into it that they see the brontosaurus. And that's where he's like, welcome to Jurassic Park, because that's the first time that they see oh, dinosaurs. So it was a and complete I love how he sees the brontosaurus and he's like, oh my God, that's awesome. And then he finds out that there's a T Rex and he almost passes out. <laughs> Like what? Yeah. Like seeing yeah. a brontosaurus isn't insane. But well, yeah, nice. like oh, that's cool. You built a brontosaurus, and like that's fine, little uh, veg- uh, vegetarian uh, dinosaur. That's eh, it's pretty nice. And there's like we have tears. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, really? all right. Well, look, if you're going to Jurassic Park, think about this as you as a kid I'd pass out for brontosaurus. I know. For sure. No, look, your brontosaurus was that that was yeah. still a big moment where they're like, oh fuck, there's a brontosaurus. This is really cool. But then if you're like, all right, now let's go home, kids. You're not gonna want to see the T Rex. Once you see those big dinosaurs, he would have acted the way he did with the T-Rex. Like you're a kid going to Disneyland for the first time, and of course, going on Snow White's gonna be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. First time going on that. But like you're gonna not go on Indiana Jones, like No, I'm gonna go on it, but I'm out. saying I'd just be excited when I go through the gates. Get some neck injuries. But you're like if you didn't even know that that exists. So like then they're like, Oh, and by the way, there's this afterwards. So you're gonna go yeah, through Snow White, you're gonna be like, Oh, that's really cool. The animatronics, everything's really cool. Did you know? I that? like that they call them uh, auto erotic. Are those auto erotica? Instead of auto automatronics. Well, going um, back to the beginning, yes. I thought it was I had to re- I rewound it actually because he says I'm paying your your fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. And they're like, oh shit, he's paying. I'm like, $50,000. That's. Uh. Well, then. He, 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 <laughs> yeah. But then 93, gonna... you think, I was like, okay, let me think about inflation. Okay, so that's like maybe yeah. 150K or something. Um, so, four times throughout the movie, he says, I spared no expense. Mm-hmm. We spared no expense. The word yeah. spare no expense. Yeah. Um, and. Spare uh, no expense. Spare no expense. And then, but but he did spare a lot of expenses, or at least some expenses. He um, definitely did. Namely, the whole like, well, so the the driving force of the whole movie is the uh, the first scene that you see where there's uh, one of the raptors mm-hmm. has the attack at the beginning of it. So yeah. now there's the lawsuits from the family members there. So the lawsuits bring up questions about safety and everything, which leads to him needing to get validation uh, from the paleontologists and other scientists about this. Um, so he needed to have everything signed off for it. So that's that initiating thing. So but the, also, the, so he, 
Yeah. So then there's the question of like, is he just an asshole trying to manipulate people into thinking that no, everything's safe by saying he spared no expense a bunch of times? No. Well, no, other- he's not an asshole because he sent his two grandchildren to the yes. fucking park. No, he's not he an asshole. He's an idiot. It. He's an idiot. He trusted it. No. Now, um, the other thing, is, the expense that he did spare was uh, with Needly, Needly, what Needly? The programmer. What's, yeah, the programmer guy. Wayne Knight. Wayne Knight. Goodbye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so... Because he's that like, was, ah, uh, stop bitching about money. Because uh, uh, he, well, uh. even before that, when he's meeting with uh, Dotson, got Dotson here. Dotson, nobody cares. Yeah, um, yeah. So he says, he says to Dotson, like when he's asking for, or asking him to get the bill, so don't get cheap on me, Dotson. That was Hammond's mistake. So shows you in there. Mm-hmm. That was the first mm-hmm. sign you got that Hammond wasn't willing to pay him what he wanted, mm-hmm. and so he spared that expense. And had he not spared that expense, had he truly spared no expense? then he wouldn't have fucked with the park. And the park wouldn't have gotten That's messed true. up. Now, true, there, there are dangers though. inherent in the park, sure. But it's because he set, he took the systems offline that caused all the problems that you saw yeah. on this one. So, yeah, it was, there are, there are safety concerns for sure, but they are, he, Hammond's on top of those safety concerns. Now, the other thing is the brilliant point that's brought up by Jeff Goldblum. Uh, another line that I absolutely love in the film, probably my favorite line in the whole film, is uh, you were so concerned with whether or not you could do it that you didn't stop to think about you should do it. <gasps> oh, shit. That was a good line. Which is also, the I believe that was the promotional tagline between the KFC Double Down sandwich mm. uh, with the two pizzas of chicken uh, <laughs> around a slice of cheese and yes. bacon. Yeah. Yeah. Don't think about it. I heard that Jeff Goldblum. You just, and also, you just fucking do it because it's awesome. Yeah, and also cheese stuff, uh, pizza crust, cheese stuff crust pizza from Pizza. I like that oh, time one yes. of my friends made a triple pizza where it's like they just did three <laughs> stacks of cheese pepperoni, cheese pepperoni, cheese pepperoni. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, and yeah. we the, she they sent it through the oven twice because of course <laughs> it wasn't cooked. Oh well, yeah, I would have cooked it first, but whatever. Yeah. And it's so it's the it's these great things in in science and in other things where it and in the whole speech about uh you know you didn't even earn the research of it because you're taking the research that other people have done. Yeah, that's bullshit though. Everybody's been doing that for fucking ever. I you know. Every single no, scientist, yes, exactly. Like, but that's the thing, but it's the okay, so look at the Manhattan project. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. them go, you know, studying everything to be able to split the atom and create those weapons they are the ones who understood the you know everything that goes into these weapons and the toll that it can take on humanity and they're all not for the use of them in general like they were like for this specific like wrestling with it to actually create that one for or the ones for for that purpose in world war ii but you know the people the military side of things they didn't have the appreciation for it because they're just like, build this thing, and they built this thing, and then they got the thing, and now they have the thing, and they can use the thing. But they don't have, even, even no matter what, I, I know that the military has, or many people in the military would have the appreciation for the devastation that it does cause. They I do understand that, but they are able to use that and use that technology and build those things, or have people build those things without having the work into it themselves, personally, you know, that kind of then stuff. Then they should give the dinosaurs guns. They should give the dinosaurs guns. But uh, oh don't give a shotgun a T-Rex. Oh, he yeah, like, can't could, pump it. Yeah. Unless it's uh, um, like, automatic. Well, it could pump. It could only aim, it could only aim to, to its side. side. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. And give it Duke Nukem arms so it just shoots from the very front. <laughs> 
He's a boomstick. Um, so when Hammond gives his presentation about how um, the dinosaurs are created through the DNA, mm-hmm. does he have to be in that presentation room the whole time? I know. Yeah, every single that was time. a bad. That was bad planning. He should not have it say, "Hi, John." Like that's. That's bad. That's like the same thing, in, or it, it's it's actually very reminiscent of the Tiki Room in Disneyland, the first one, because Walt Disney uh, set that up in like when he was first hosting it there, and like doing the hi, you hater. <laughs> say that, but it's a, they say um, they, so they you know it starts off with that, but then he then they made the soundtrack for a woman to host it, and uh, so it said hola señorita at the beginning of the show mm. um and like they're talking to they talk to the host at the beginning of it but then when the host is a guy then it doesn't really make much sense so there's gonna be all the times where it's not gonna be john hammond hosting that thing like he's he's either has to host it the whole time john you can host it yeah, they just need somebody named john yeah they do cool. but it really like <laughs> all the gags and stuff only makes sense if it's the same guy so they should have just said oh hi there that's what you should have said yeah oh hi mark well, it's, oh, it was also like just a prototype, so whatever. Sure, yeah, and the score wasn't finalized yet. There was going to be, they're going to have more dramatic stuff. Bum, mm-hmm. bum, bum, bum. Also, does at that's walking in the background. Does Michael correct? And him, the Ewoks are going to blink. Does yeah. he realize that brontosauruses don't actually exist? They I, do again. I mean, they never did exist though. But now they do again. But no, but the scientists went back and forth on that. There's no, first I they mean, found literally, the with a different one. Yes, I know, understand what you're talking about. Let's <laughs> uh, pull up the article on it. Their necks would collapse. Oh. Well, yeah. So you just have these, like, final sources of life for a second, and then their heads would just kind of, like, and they're just... If only there was, like, some kind of reptile in nature that it was, does the same thing. If only they had some sort of air pockets within their bones that made the things lighter that could have been explained in the beginning of the film! But scientifically, <laughs> though... Scientifically? I mean... Yeah? Yeah, yeah, if they're light enough. Mm-hmm. And they have that long ass tail to even it out, right? Like giraffes are fucking huge. Yeah, and snakes do the same kind of thing with muscle, and they can just fucking go straight up. But yeah, I just after watching a bunch of sh- sh- like stuff on Discovery Channel um, and knowing that Velociraptors aren't vo- aren't those Velociraptors? They're little chicken fuckers. Which is actually covered. Uh, it's uh, shown very well in the Pixar movie, The Good Dinosaur. Oh, is it? Yeah, they've got <laughs> raptors in there with the feathers on them, and they're all yeah, they have feathers. They're yeah. like little chickens. Yeah, they have. They, that's what they look like in the Good Dinosaur, uh, which nobody saw, but was really good. Yeah, I can um, see that. <laughs> it was pretty good, at least. It was really good. It was the good dinosaur. It wasn't the like great the, dinosaur. I didn't like the whole, the the whole um, using the DNA from the frogs. Like somebody would have fucking figured that out. Like I watch, yeah. I watch good dinosaur when it hits Netflix. Yes, yeah. that's a thing. Probably yeah. that's going to be happening. Um, well, I like that they foreshadow that with in the helicopter because he's yeah. got the two female ends of the belt part. buckles and. Has them together. Oh, I didn't even notice that because he because life all. finds a way. So it's two females, mm, and then they go later and like they're all females. I was just so like, look, really? So works. he knows off the top of his head, and all these scientists don't know shit about this fucking frog that they use a DNA because they didn't earn it. Yeah, they would have done a little bit of research. No, they on wouldn't. Apparently, uh, clearly, they, they didn't. Ex- they wouldn't do that research because they didn't. <laughs> they spared many expenses. Didn't they have Wikipedia back then? I also like that that scientist that they're talking to in there shows up again in Jurassic World. Oh, like, the Asian guy? Yeah. The Asian guy is, scient- is a scientist in a shit ton of stuff. No, but he's specifically in Jurassic World. It doesn't matter if he's in other movies. But I'm saying... It matters I, I, that he's I in see Jurassic him as a scientist World. a yeah. lot. But he's in Jurassic World, which is the important part, because he's the same character. Oh. Yeah, yeah, And so it's just like with Nazi scientists showing up in America later and doing all the crazy stuff. Or maybe stuff. they all look the same to you. Experimenting on dinosaurs. Or maybe he even said that he worked on the original Jurassic Park in oh. that one. And that is, yeah. Yes. Well, he's just saying that because all white people think Asians look the same. 
Yeah, it could be. And it worked. Racist. Maybe just as a clone. O'Hara. Uh, that the Welcome Center uh, in the film, they have that fully recreated at the, uh, or not fully, but the main entrance part of it is uh, created in Florida at Universal Studios in the Islands of Adventure Park. And if you're a big fan of the film, it's super cool to go there. And their Jurassic Park ride is even better. Um, but uh, People don't die. It, the only thing that they don't, they don't have in the Welcome Center is they don't have the uh, movie thing where you go around and in the mm. seats and watch the movie, which they should have. But they do have fake scientists working on hatching eggs and oh, like, do they really? Yes, you can. You go in there and you're watching human people. Is it like, Cubans? You, just like pretending people. like they're those scientists. They have these actors that are like there the entire park hours. That's just not re- a bad gig. It is ridiculous that that is there though. Like they're not. They're just putting on a show by pretending to be these scientists and there's a guy that looks like john hammond and he <laughs> welcomes you to the place and will tell you anything about them they have a guy that uh is like this paleontologist has this little raptor claw and he'll tell you about the like raptor that's pretty stuff. awesome it's this it's the weirdest thing are they behind thing. glass the, the, the these people are right in front of you like Can you, you, you go up them? and talk like, to them no, no you, you can't you, hear they're them. like you you touch them the people behind the glass are the scientists who are working on hatching that's what i'm saying like it, i bet it's just funny like you know they're acting like scientists but they're like dude you see pam's ass today dude i want to fuck oh, the yeah, shit out of here definitely. It's like, oh, yeah. just but it's also this whole like dino- like you can learn all about dinosaurs in this this place it's it's just like what the Jurassic park welcome center would be like yeah it's a super cool Jurassic recreation in there park. at the end when they're being chased by the raptor but the t-rex enters the building would you say that was kind of like a deus hoc machina because I feel like they could have established the T-Rex coming into the building more or just... When the, yeah, when the T-Rex entered the building? Yeah, I was like, okay, did he just disappear and reappear in And the like, how did he get into the building? That's Why pretty, did that not make tons of noise? Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much Deus Ex Machina in there. Yeah. Because, I mean, that was one thing that kind of just... They really could have set that... I love the, the glass shaking. That yes. was the, one of the most iconic shots probably ever. Uh, I really yeah. like the, the um, in the tree with the Jeep. Uh-huh. I forgot about that scene. I was like, oh, shit. And, I and know that's he's a great live, moment but... because it's the tension of everything it, in a in a movie about dinosaurs and a dinosaur park. You get that great scene of tension. Like there's a lot of scenes like this, like that great scene of tension that has no dinosaurs in it, and like yeah. the the cage with the, or there were, where he's on the electrical fence. And oh like, yeah, that wouldn't have happened. But yeah, but I know it's like you know far fetched and all of that stuff. Sure. And then yes, mm-hmm. all of that stuff, but. For you know, in cinemas and having this for the audience, you're creating that tension without dinosaurs again yeah, in there. Like these moments where it's you're, great. You have a great variety of yeah. child abuse. You're, it's not mm-hmm. everything's not dependent on dinosaurs, and like the, the threat isn't only dinosaurs. There's there are mo- many other threats. <laughs> I was like when they got out of the jeeps, and I was like, really? The fuck <laughs> are you guys doing? Like, huh? We're just gonna get out in the middle of this fucking yeah. field. Hang on well, there were butts. no dinosaurs everywhere. Hang on your butt. Samuel L. Jackson, great in this I one. forgot he was in this. Yeah, his yeah. First, oh, shit. That was so awesome. the first time you hear him is 28 minutes into it. Uh, you hear his voice over the speakers. Uh, Reading telling Ezekiel everyone, 24. Or whatever. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but he's uh, telling everyone to get the, the last boats to the mainland. are going to be leaving at such and such a time. Motherfucker. Uh, so you just hear him over that, the speaker saying that. and then another movie where he doesn't motherfucker. But it, yeah, sadly. Uh, just PG-13. Yeah. But... Uh, it's one of those movies that, like, when you think about Samuel L. Jackson movies, you don't think about Jurassic Park because there's so much else going on in this film and other things. But he's still really good in it. Yeah. And of course, he has to die. Goodbye, oh. Newman. So <laughs> I have uh, did any of you actually read this book? Yes, I read it's this one awful. and The Lost World. Um, 
them explaining just all the science shit. I I'm like, really like the science shit behind it. That was my favorite parts about it. Like it. And they had that a lot in, like, in The Lost World, which they didn't put into the film. And the book of The Lost World was a lot better if you liked the, the book. But better than the film. But uh, It wasn't a film. I like the science stuff. But that's, yeah, it's not for everyone. But Crichton does that. Like, I like the science stuff. Michael Crichton like gets into that. It's kind of like... Um, in the, the Game of Thrones books, like getting into what everyone's wearing and all the yeah. details about all that, like, and if you're not into that, then you just watch the show and like people slashing each other down. Yeah. But uh, but that's the same thing. Like the Crate book is huge. What they're wearing, yeah. and or, it's not just like this guy got totally messed up by this dinosaur. It like, was like in the RNA sequence and bought, and you're like, because uh, he's it's science fiction. The book is science fiction. He's like going hard into the yeah, science super. on it. And it's that brilliant thing. Like, cause the more you explain the science behind it, even if you're taking little bits, little jumps and leaps in uh, reality here and there in the science stuff, that's what I love more in science fiction, especially in time travel and all those things. Like the yeah. more that you're trying to talk about like, all right, how does the world work that we understand it now? And then you go from everything that we know and go a little bit further with that and in theoretical stuff. And when you go with that and then set up your story in that fantasy, it's so much stronger because part of you is thinking this could possibly happen. So because Crichton worked on that and, and worked out how you could create dinosaurs today from the DNA, which they do explain in the film in that little sequence so you, you still get a basic understanding of that by saying, yeah. look, we could take the DNA from this, fill in the missing sequences from the frogs, and be able to create a thing like this. Now, uh, yeah, so how do you, you know, it's an interesting kind of thing. You could potentially do it. It yeah. makes it somewhat plausible. Yeah, so I, lo I love that stuff in it. Did, did I miss something about the Triceratops? Did something come from that? I was kind of, like they were talking about the plants and... She's trying to figure out six weeks. Oh, it's when the parents discover that it's actually a biceratops, and they have this, like, huge discussion. They try to convert her back to, like, oh. you know, it's it's good to be a monoceratops. Mm-hmm. That's true. It gets them out of the the car. No, I know it got out of the Jeep, but I thought them, something was going to happen with the plants or something with the... I wasn't sure if I missed that or something. <laughs> the bees aren't pollinating the plants so the dinosaurs <laughs> kill themselves. Oh. <laughs> Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Triceratops. Uh, let's see. Has an extended cameo, being sick with an unidentified Tim, disease. Tim like almost dies. How many fucking times? Tim. Yeah. Which one's Tim? The boy. Oh, I don't learn the boy's the kid's name. Falls down a well. Kid. Yeah, he he I should be dead. I guess actually. he technically dies he, once. Yeah, he did die. Oh yeah. <laughs> In the movie. So it's like he dies on the fence. And then mm -hmm. he almost dies in the kitchen. He almost, almost died in the jeep. In the jeep. Um, I was getting annoyed in the kitchen too. They've been way too. I mean, even loud. Um, the initial T Rex attack that can count as an attempt. Yeah, they're children though. Like they have to die. No, <laughs> <laughs> dead babies. Uh, no, uh, they're children though. Like they're gonna make noise. Incidentally. Yeah, they've been a little bit too loud. But, Actually, yeah, I, I forgot about this. That when. Uh, the Velociraptor sees the little girl in the reflection. Yes. I was like, fucking shit! So, oh my god. I get, like, super good horror sequence in yeah, that. Yeah, that was really good. Um, I That's another thing I love about Spielberg, is he's able to do so many films like this, and uh, where, like this one in Jaws, where it's great horror stuff with, I mean, in Jaws, it's a little more real world. Although, actually, I guess, 
would it be more likely to have a shark attacks? Oh, when you said real world, that? I think you're just as likely to be attacked by a shark as you're likely to be attacked by a raptor. But um, mm. I think the odds are pretty much the same. Um, at least you're likely to be attacked by a shark if you stay on land, as you are to be attacked by a raptor. Have you ever seen Beetlejuice? Yes. No. What's that? Yeah. Is that a movie? What does that have to do with anything? I thought they had land sharks. Oh, they did. Yes. Yeah. No, well, they have the sandworms. Do they have land sharks? I think they said sandworms. Oh, Back to the Future Two. Yeah. Back to the Future Two had land sharks. I had all oh, the that's what it was. Um, yeah. So, but he's like Spielberg does so many different kinds of films, um, but he just knows he's, he's so good at cinema. Um, and it's so funny because I, I get into the discussion every couple of years. I'll I'll talk with people about like your you know people's favorite Spielberg movies because people I I notice a lot that a lot of people take Spielberg for granted almost like as they like they don't think of him as one of the great directors of like their favorite Too ones good. that you're gonna like go out to see. Who and people, said that? What fucking idiot said and that? And people don't well people don't necessarily rush out to see any of his films just because he directed it. Mostly because he does so many. But like when Bridge of Spies came out last year. The fuck is that? I went to see that one. So many people well yeah you love movies, I love movies. Of course you're gonna see Bridge of Spies, Mark Rylance, you know, Tom but it's you having a uh you know a movie starring Tom Hanks directed by Steven Spielberg and it didn't get the big oh, publicity that that like, it, it, got it didn't get the right now. It didn't get everyone going to it. Um, and there was a great moment on the Oscars where uh, uh, Chris Rock did the thing outside the theater and asking people about it. <laughs> like, what do you think of British Spies? What? Haven't heard of that one. You, you like Steven Spielberg? Yeah. You like Tom Hanks? Yeah. British Spies? <laughs> no. Um, Alan Alda. Yeah. Lots of people. Um, but. Uh, Anyway, Spielberg just does so many kinds of films. I give like Bridge of so Spies three stars out so of five. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Bridge of Spies? <laughs> so, but I'm talking about Spielberg here. About doing like oh, so the Lost many Ark. Yeah, that one's kinds five. of films. Another good one on there. Schindler's List. Schindler's List. Like We're talking about Jurassic Park, though. Yeah, Schindler's List. But they're all like the same... Dinosaurs in the Holocaust. Yeah, <laughs> Schindler's Park. Actually, that'd be interesting. ET. <laughs> what you did that one? Killer comes with a bunch of Saving uh, Private Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Close yeah. Encounters. Uh huh. The dinosaur kind. Dino the dinosaur Jaws. Kind, yeah. Dino Jaws. 1970 dinosaur. Uh, AI. Yep, that's that's another one. Artificial dinosaurs. Uh huh. Anyway, what's his worst movie? Everyone says AI. 1979. 1979? Are you talking about 1941? Or that's what I meant. <laughs> that's a, Fucking same thing. Have you seen 1941? Because 1979 would be a completely different movie. Yeah. <laughs> Pearl Harbor in 1979. Uh, no, Crap. 1941's a comedy that it's... That's the year it came out. I, I still think there's good stuff in 1941. Oh, wait, is that with the look, Belushi? You gotta say the, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a funny... I like yeah, that. Jim Belushi. Yeah, yeah. He's actually Jim yeah. Belushi. Yeah. I didn't know he did the uh, Terminal. Whoever. They're all the same. Yeah. Terminator? Oh, the Terminal. terminal. <laughs> yeah. No, that was a good subtle, uh, subtle one of his. Hook, Lincoln. Hook. Munich, Poltergeist, Goonies. So no, but the best and one of my favorite things is that Jurassic Park and Schindler's List were both from '93. Oh, really? Like, yeah, just because he's imagine just Spielberg working on both of those movies at the and same they're time. They're so different. Like, so pretty much different. the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Little kid getting shit on. Oh god. By a dinosaur. Horrible science experiments <laughs> and, uh, and people getting messed up in confined spaces, built parks to keep, you know, things in cages and stuff mm. and all of the horrible experiments going on vegan. with that, you know? It's pretty much the same thing. So yeah. did anybody have a, a favorite, like, suspenseful scene? I love the kitchen scene. Yeah. yeah. Kitchen scene's... Uh, so good. Super ionic. Oh, I just, ionic? 
Or <laughs> <laughs> it is very ironic. I, it's ironic is what you're meant to say. Yes, um, ironic. I love the sequence of the Jeep going into the tree. This that mm-hmm. whole that's something you've never seen before. And that's what a movie should do is something original and just Yeah, that was I, You I mean really like in Jurassic one. Park or the Lost World Jurassic Park where the um the bus yeah, thing is cliff. going off the cliff thing when they recreate that same <laughs> scene. They do change it up a little bit though. They change it up a little bit, but it's essentially they just read it yeah. the same thing. It's like, ow. But, oh. Yeah, it's just something really new and I yes. really like that. Yeah. But really, the whole movie is a lot of new. Yeah, I mean, well, he did so much with... And there's so like, many good one-liners. Yes. Well, on your butts. The, yeah. the theme song's pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. The John Williams score, spectacular with that. Another iconic from him. Uh, it, it's so good. So many great things about this. What could we possibly rate this movie? I mean, I don't think it's perfect... But I, I do like it a lot. What's interesting, I did so when I did uh, a while back, did some custom edits on the, this film, and uh, so I was looking at the Blu-ray versions of it, super close, frame by frame on it, and really interesting. If you when you look that closely at the uh, dinosaurs in it, especially in the Brontosaurus scene, um, there's still so much like artifacting and stuff on the uh the like where their you know, look how their feet come against the trees and stuff so that it's like fakeness in there mm-hmm. um so it, it's it's it looks more impressive when you're when you're watching it but when you look at it like dissect it that closely you can see the little things in there that nowadays would have been fixed more mm-hmm. um but uh, the brilliant work of the Stan Winston puppets and then putting yeah. the, the, the CGI to, to enhance that, um, which, ne- again, the, nowadays they just make them all in CGI. And yeah. Like, totally, I mean, bro. I mean, I definitely recommend it. Really? Yeah, but it's just... You would recommend this? You would I, say, I recommend it. I give have it, you seen Jurassic Park? No. I think you should watch it. Yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty good. good. It's like a four out of five. You four. wouldn't say, no, you shouldn't watch Jurassic Park. <laughs> I'd say it for about the Lost World, maybe, or... Yeah, probably. Like, look, <laughs> you could probably skip those ones. <laughs> Unless I would actually Vince Vaughn give this and you need to watch a five out of five what? because I really, really enjoyed it and probably the nostalgic value. I really, really liked it as a kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have it rated as a four on Netflix, what are you but gay, bro? maybe. But uh, I don't. You know, it it's one of those that I I absolutely love, and I I don't see a reason why I shouldn't give it a five because yeah, I can so either. so good. There's not a part that I didn't like. Like, really. Yeah. I think I'm going to up it to a five. I think it's one of those just over time, the, my love for it. Just gets, it's, like, I, feel, I feel like the same way with as you, as you do, John. Like, where it's one of those things where instinctually I'm like four. But then I'm just like, well, then again, though, like, I've seen it so many goddamn times. Like, yeah. So that's probably one of the reasons why. <laughs> I've gone why. to see the, the re-releases in theaters. Like, it's so beautiful to see it on because they showed it on IMAX and it's like oh, it's, it's one of those films where it's like somehow throughout time, like it's so freaking impressive yeah that it's still like super entertaining it's timeless it's one of those things that you point out like when when people talk about like CGI in a film or something and you just always compare it to this film yeah you always yeah. go no this is why you use real things yeah like the, the dinosaurs in this movie look amazing they still look good yeah because you have physical things there but it, it's the build it's not like 
years before it's not like this, rear, it's not like falling down some stairs in rear window or, or whatever down the yeah or like in the it, look in the eighties. Um, I just went to uh, uh, just recently they did the re-release of Ghostbusters in theaters, nineteen eighty four. Falling out the window, Ghostbusters oh, at the window. I, I was just wrong. About and the scene, uh, so I was seeing Ghostbusters on the big screen, and you see they're like anytime they use miniatures and stop motion in it, mm. it's like obvious stop motion and. Uh, especially on the big screen, you can totally see it where you can you can they're, they're slightly transparent. So like as the the gargoyles are over the on the street, they're shooting uh, down towards the street, and you see the gargoyles on top of the building. You can see part of the street underneath the the oh, gargoyles. Yeah. So so like there's little things like that where it looks you can tell that it's kind of fake with that. And even like um, Empire Strikes Back with the Adats walking, which kind of adds to their walk in the way that because it's the stop motion, it kind of makes it work with that. But mm-hmm. like any of that kind of stop motion stuff, you can tell on it. But then in in Jurassic Park. This is that perfect balance between uh, where you've got computers that are good enough to just do them completely on their own, and when you're completely reliant on the stop motion, you've got this part in the middle there where they've used both of them in just the right way that it just looks like they're really there. It looks so good. And so now we've gone completely to computers, and you get that mix again. In uh, The Force Awakens, they kind of did some good stuff with that where they, they... built things and then enhance them with, with CGI on that. I enjoyed that like, movie. You get some good looking creatures on that because of that. And that's, that's what you need to do because when they're actually in frame with everyone else, things look better. So anyway, yeah. So what you, uh, what are you going to end up on here? <sighs> I'll probably rate it a five. All right. Yeah. Yes. All right. You know what? It's going to average out five stars then. We're all good. <laughs> in agreement. All right. Thank it's you so very timeless. much. It's so timeless. It's too. Yeah. For instance, if you've got any other recommendations like that, let us know. Right. Next week, we will be talking about Tony's favorite movie ever, which is called... The 1983 classic, starring... Tony Montana. Scarface. Oh, I don't think, have you guys seen it? Yeah. Right? I mean, seen it, but... Yeah, not definitely. analyzed it. Fun fact, no. Oh, yeah. We got a first-time watch. <laughs> Woo! Uh, I, yeah, I haven't seen it in a long time, so this will be, it is on my list, be fun to rewatch. I've been, I've been meaning to watch it for a long time. Yeah. All right. Scarface. The 1983 Scarface. Yeah, that one. Not yeah. the remake. Oh, not the, or not the one before There's, that. Scarface is a remake. remake. <laughs> yeah. No, not the, the, the remake with uh, Robert De Niro. But it's, an, it's a remake of Paul Muni's 1932 uh, Scarface Shame of a Nation, which right, I actually we'll talk prefer. About, we'll talk I'm about sorry. that next week. Okay, yeah, bring that up next week. Okay, about all right. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Watch us Watch us on YouTube. YouTube. Doing other shows. Other shows. And check out Cinema and Discussions. Cinema Discussions. Oh, thing. That's something. iTunes. I'd recommend other podcasts to you, but fuck them. Yeah. They're not doing anything. Anyway. Bye. I'm a dinosaur. Why didn't we spare expenses? John!